Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Job 19. Job feels insulted. Then Job responded, How long will you torment me and crush me with words? These ten times you have insulted me. You are not ashamed to wrong me. Even if I have truly erred, my error lodges with me. If indeed you vaunt yourselves against me and prove my disgrace to me, know then that God has wronged me and has closed his net around me. Everything is against him. Behold, I cry violence, but I get no answer. I shout for help, but there is no justice. He has walled up my way so that I cannot pass, and he has put darkness on my paths. He has stripped my honor from me and removed the crown from my head. He breaks me down on every side, and I am gone. And he has uprooted my hope like a tree. He has also kindled his anger against me and considered me as his enemy. His troops come together and build up their way against me and camp around my tent. He has removed my brothers far from me and my acquaintances are completely estranged from me. My relatives have failed and my intimate friends have forgotten me. Those who live in my house and my maids consider me a stranger. I am a foreigner in their sight. I call to my servant, but he does not answer. I have to implore him with my mouth. My breath is offensive to my wife, and I am loathsome to my own brothers. Even young children despise me. I rise up, and they speak against me. All my associates abhor me, and those I love have turned against me. My bone clings to my skin and my flesh, and I have escaped only by the skin of my teeth. Pity me, pity me, O you, my friends, for the hand of God has struck me. Why do you persecute me as God does and are not satisfied with my flesh? Job says, my Redeemer lives. Oh, that my words were written. Oh, that they were inscribed in a book, that with an iron stylus and lead, they were engraved in the rock forever. As for me, I know that my Redeemer lives, 
and at last he will take his stand on the earth. Even after my skin is destroyed, yet for my flesh I shall see God, whom I myself shall behold, and whom my eyes will see, and not another. My heart faints within me. If you say, how shall we persecute him? And what pretext for a case against him can we find? Then be afraid of the sword for yourselves, for wrath brings the punishment of the sword, so that you may know there is judgment. I think many times when we read from Job, we just kind of feel like there's a redundancy, that we we kind of reach that point where we say, we know, we get it. You're, you're just sitting there in your own little pity party. And, you know, to a point, that's true. But it's a nice reminder for us that life is going to bring us ups and downs. And when we're in that point of life to where we're facing a down, whenever there's something that's brought us down or something that, that has happened that really brings us to a low point, first of all, it's a choice how you respond to it. You can, the only thing that you can control is your attitude and your attitude is what will help you in making those choices. So you need to really check your attitude every day um, and, and often throughout the day. But right now you can see that Job really has a poor attitude and that's causing him to just wallow around in his own little self-pity. You know, he, he points out that the entire world's against him. Everything's against him. Anyone that he ever cared about is against him. People run from him. They laugh at him. They just, everything is just, woe is me. But even in his lowest points, he still remembers God. And that is key. So, he, yes, he needs to fix his attitude. He needs, he is not Jesus. He is not perfect. He's an example. The story is an example of someone who has lost everything and lost it all in an instant. Any one of us put in that exact same situation, I would just pray that we could respond like Job did. But because he does have that poor attitude, you can see that he just complains. He whines. He wallows. It's like he's just in this state of depression. But then he comes back out and says, my Redeemer lives. The one who can make this right, the one who can take these old rags and make them new, he lives. That is a hope. And that is the only thing that continues to bring Job out of this self-pity. He has every justification in the world to be upset, to be down, to be depressed. But he remembers that it's all about God and God is a living God and God is the only one who can make him do again. So, Father, thank you that you promise not to forsake us and you promise that you'll be there. In fact, in Psalms, you let us know that you draw near to the brokenhearted. And Father, I just pray that as people are broken, as they are hurting, as they're, they're facing fear and uncertainty in, in times like today, I just pray that they can remember you. Remember that you are alive, you are active, and you are still 
a God who loves us and cares for us. Even though it may seem like the entire world is bringing us down, that is not you. You are there for us, and we need to draw close to you as you're drawing close to us so that we can be redeemed. And Father, I'm thankful that in the end, we're all going to be redeemed. All of us who who um, have committed our lives to Jesus and are following Jesus, and we are going to be in heaven with you. And I may not understand everything today, but I know that when I get to heaven, everything's going to become clear. Thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.